You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Next guest, uh, Marty Matner. Sturt had an interesting year. The reserves won the, yeah. the flag and Sturt made the finals, finishing fifth, and that game could have gone either way. So let's ask the coach then to find out exactly what he thought of the year. Hi, Marty. How are you? Very good. Thanks for having me on. What what'd you make of the year? Um, you, you are used to success. You, you made finals in both the league and the reserves, one going on to, to win the flag. Uh, how do you assess your year? Um, yeah, I guess an indifferent year for the league. Uh, we set, ourself, set ourselves the goal of playing finals at the start of the year, uh, and we, we achieved that. But I guess throughout the year, I thought we had some really good games. We probably had a little down patch in the middle of the year with some injuries hurt us a little bit as well but um, but looking back now finals was the goal but then also too, I felt like we probably missed an opportunity if we got through there, beat Glenelg which was a you know close game but we probably could have, you know we'd beaten Crows twice we'd beaten Nord once, Nord once throughout the year we'd beaten North as well so um, it's probably a little bit of a missed opportunity as well but the reserve boys um, yeah it was pleasing for them to uh, make the finals and finish top and then to go on and win the grand final was um, was a great reward for the group, I think, to the younger players to have such a good season and then, yeah, finish with the grand final win was great. Marty, I just want to get on a couple of things uh, just a little bit away from Sturt and that is you, Marty Matner, the person, and also the, <laughs> the Swans Football Club that where you played obviously at Adelaide and you played a lot of footy and a premiership side at the Swans. We want to know about the bloods, all that stuff, but I just want to ask you personally... I, I, dual premiership, as David said, at Sturt. Alastair Clarkson came and coached Central Districts to a premiership, and you can go and see what he's gone and done. I, I think there's – I've said this for a while now, the Marty Matners of the world and Nathan Bassett have had a really good grounding with their own club. Has, has anyone rang you in the last couple of years uh, to talk to you about an, an AFL position? Uh, no, no, no one has. So um, I've sort of made it known that probably when I went back to Sturt to this is my second year back that um, I was probably going to be here for a little bit longer than I was the first time. Um, and because I think when I started 18 months ago or two years ago now, the, the club was in a different position. Like a lot of the older players that I'd coached in 16 and 17 when we won the premierships are now retired. And, the club was just in a different position in terms of the list, and so I felt like that we were in a position where long-term success was a real goal of mine to build this group up and, and play finals and, and hopefully win premierships for a long period of time. And so I want to see this through for the, the longer haul. Um, but as I've always said, I've never said never of getting back in the AFL system. But currently, right now, I'm really enjoying it. Um, the work-life balance is is quite good, and chatting to a few of my mates who are in the AFL system, it's uh, quite challenging at the moment for them. Um, but you know, at the moment, I'm really loving being at Sturt, the Sample system, um, the work-life balance, you know, with family and life and young kids. Um, I only missed, I think, two or three of their soccer and footy games this year. So 
Um, those things I'm really enjoying and loving at the moment, um, and I still get to coach free at a reasonably high level, which I really enjoy. Uh, well, so, oh, look, you're 40. I, I mean, I've got, you know, you seem to have been coaching for a lot of years. It's amazing. You had a great playing career, of course, as I mentioned, premiership player. But actually at 40, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Not, Very right. Yeah, mate, they're coming in at 50 and yeah. 55, and Chris Fagan's at 61. So it's, it's a, it can be a journey now, can't it? It can be a much longer yeah. journey than, than, than actually throwing you under the bus as a young age. Yeah, well, I think that's been shown with a few of the coaches that have come in a bit younger, probably not quite the life skills, I guess, to deal with it. So life experience and, and the time as well. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, and like I said, I'm 40 now, but, you know, in a few years' time, things might change and I might, you know, want to get back in the system. But like I said, currently right now, I'm loving it. Yeah. Like I said, work-life balance is great for us. And, you know, been able to see my kids play their sport in the mornings and watch them, you know, grow up and do those things I'm really enjoying and loving Right now, let's get to Sydney. The the, the blood <laughs> the, the bloods culture. I mean, you were part of it. I mean, it all happened a long time ago, and it just seems to just hand on to the next generation. It's it's been an amazing football club for a lot of years now. What what is the bloods culture, Marty? Uh, it's it's hard to actually describe it. I think what you mentioned just before about being passed on is a big one. But no one, there's no one particular person who you know, controls it, I guess. And that's where the, the the positive about it is it's passed on from player to player, group to group, you know, the coaches, the staff, everyone. Um, and I think that's the other part of it too is the buy-in from the collective, whether that's coaches, players, staff. Um, I remember when I first got to Sydney, I think there was something like, you know, 85, 90% of the list were from interstate. So I remember... Remember my first month there, I think one of the boys had their 21st birthday. Yeah. It was like 36 players at the dinner. You know, it was just a, just a casual <laughs> yeah. Wednesday night dinner at, yeah. at an event. So, you know, those sorts of things you don't normally get in, you know, I never really had that in Adelaide or Melbourne when you hear about these stories. But, um, yeah, and I think that's the positive about it is there's no one particular person that controls or drives. It's the group that are there right now. They're driving it. And the same when I was there, um, you know, we had great leaders, and it's just passed on. Um, and then it's also the buy-in as well. I think the buy-in is, is huge at Sydney. And they also, you know, yeah, they've seen how successful it is. And I think when players get there, they want to buy in and be part of it, which is a huge thing as well. Just getting Marty back to Samphill, and uh, it's in a good spot, isn't it? You, you're right. I, I reckon the top five is the most even I can recall. Like, um, you could have gone on, uh, Glenelg could have gone on. And the grand final played in really poor conditions. It was an excellent exhibition of footy and Considering all the players that have come and gone from all the clubs, I think the Sample's in a pretty healthy in a healthy state. Yeah, it is. I mean, the Eagles finished, you know, they're back-to-back premiers and they finished sixth. And, yeah, you know what they can do in finals if they got through. Um, and South just missed, you know, as well. So sort of like basically seven teams that probably, you know, had a chance to make the five. Um, and, yeah, the grand final weekend, I, you know, if it hadn't probably rained, there probably would have been 10,000 more people there. Yeah, it was yeah. probably just a bit, you know, the, the weather wasn't the greatest event. But, um, yeah, the actual game was really good. It was close. Both teams have been very good all year. Um, Nord's last 10 weeks has probably been some of the best Woody and Nord. And North have probably been the most consistent all year. So, um, yeah, I just think I just think the player, the quality of the players is still there. It's just probably those... Older players, we're not seeing the, you know, 28, 30, 31-year-old anymore. You know, you see the Jay Rantels and the Kennelly, um, Kennelly's on the weekend. You know, they were really good. They played some really good games on the weekend and they've been really good for Norwood this year. Um, you know, North probably, 
with Wigan Moore and Young, um, probably buck the trend with a bit of that older. But, um, you know, mm. there's still some good players, younger players coming through, I think, which are now getting younger. I reckon the opportunity is a little bit younger than what they would have yep. 10 or 15 years ago. Um, but they're still very good footballers. Well, mate, you have a good summer and uh, we look forward to seeing Sturt next year and yourself. And, uh, yeah, go and watch those kids play sport. Thanks, Marty. No, thanks for having me on. Marty Matten and the F. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.